Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of M-Class Podcast. I'm Jeff. Hi. Hi, I'm Josh. Hi. 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 Hi, I'm here. Welcome. No, Kevin. Bye, Kevin. Yeah, we had to put Kevin down because he got too powerful. He bit a little girl. (laughs) (laughs) And they had to test him for rabies. R.I.P. little girl. They have to take your brain out to look at the rabies. You know, ironically, since yeah. you brought up taking somebody's brain out. What a segue, huh? <laughs> uh, we actually watched a whole show about taking somebody's brain out this time. I wouldn't say I really watched it, Jeff. Off <laughs> uh, to a great start. Um, no, I watched it, but... Yeah, uh, <laughs> this week, month, sure. uh, we watched Star Trek The Original Series episode Spock's Brain. Season uh, 3, episode 1. Yeah, this is um, the first part of our Bad Episodes collection. Or is it 6? It says it's 6 here. Uh-huh. I don't know episodes. I only know the names. Like we're a team. You know the numbers, and I know the names. I think it on. I weirdly on Netflix. I think it was the first one. That's it's six. Weird. Yeah, it's episode six. But it says it's six. That's super weird. Okay. Um, it's also weird because it's listed as the season premiere, even though yeah, it's that's six. Like, yeah, that, that's why I think it's li- on on Netflix. It's the first one. I don't. I don't know. Wah, wah. I don't know. It's really bad. <laughs> it's it's not a good episode. This is part of our worst episodes collection. Yay! I uh, love watching terrible things. <laughs> you can find uh, the pinned tweet on our Twitter at M Class Podcast that has the viewing order of these episodes. Uh, we're not changing any of them. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> oh yeah! Uh, fuck you. As soon as I put them up, I got this landslide of people being like, "Well, that's not." worst episode of course of course you did this is the worst episode we just it's we didn't say it was the worst episodes as voted by committee yeah it's just the ones we find the worst we're gonna do these ones (laughs) (laughs) a fucking deal with it everybody uh i got i got some information about the writer of this episode, uh, Gene L. Kuhn. Great who, name. Gene, <laughs> uh, as I'll call him, since I don't like saying yeah. his last name. Yeah, we'll um, say we'll call him G- Mr. Gene. <laughs> I don't like saying that word with my accent. Um, <laughs> uh, Mr. Gene was... Uh, he was actually almost as big of an influence on the way Star Trek developed as Gene Roddenberry, since he wrote, like, massive swaths of episodes. Like, you have to them. be named Gene to be good at Star Trek. Maybe. Maybe <laughs> so. Like, he wrote, like, he wrote a lot of shit. He uh, produced a lot of shit for Star Trek The Original Series. Yeah. Uh, he actually had an Emmy a no- nomination as well. Well, who hasn't, Jeff? Uh, me. Well... You're gonna get one for this show. Yeah, I got, I'm getting robbed for M Class podcast. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> but uh, he was like such a huge influence that like Gene Roddenberry was actually fairly jealous of him and didn't like him. That doesn't sound like Gene Roddenberry. Uh, that is my John Larroquette fun fact of the week. Oh, how interesting. Gene L, last name held with a point request, was so 
influential that um, everyone who worked on the show was constantly pushing for him to get more recognition in the creation of Star Trek. Oh, that's cool. And Gene Roddenberry was constantly suppressing it. Well, it's a good thing that Gene Roddenberry uh, did that, because we all know that Star Trek, the original series, went on to be on the air for 100 years. (laughs) Um... He actually introduced the Klingons. Gene, Gino, uh, last name. Introduced last the Klingons. Name. Yeah. Um, he uh, introduced the galactic governing body, the United Federation of Planets, in the oh, episode Oh, he invented Arena. all the good stuff. <laughs> uh, Starfleet Command as the operational authority and court-martial the nice. prime directive as first articulated in the return of the Archons. Archons. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he introduced Zephram Cochran. Yeah, dude, he fucking oh, Gene. Also, uh, Khan and the, oh, uh, wow. the concept of augments. Oh my god, he did everything. Uh, to the point that during a uh, like a big uh, commemoration thing where they were gonna call a building on the lot the Gene Roddenberry building or whatever, uh-huh. William Shatner was invited to give a speech. Gene Roddenberry hadn't died yet, he was in attendance. And yeah. he died like a few weeks later, probably of a broken heart because this happened. is what killed him. William yeah. Shatner continually dropped the other Gene's name in his speech <laughs> and talked about how much that guy had contributed to Star Trek as well. That's incredible. So uh, m- pissing people off for decades, William Shatner's yeah. been doing. Yeah, Shatner's—he's pretty good at it. He's in that show now where he's an old guy. Uh, you mean <laughs> he- his actual life? And he goes to places with his friends. Is that a show? It's on regular television. I don't know anything about regular television. Yeah, it's terrible. I don't know what it's called, but yeah, it's like uh, The Amazing Race. But I think he talked about filming that, like back when he told his elephant story that I've told like a million times on the podcast. I think he was talking about filming that when he was telling the story. Maybe. Weird. I was I too know. entranced with the elephant shit to pay any attention to whatever Elephants else he was talking Elephants are really, about. really smart. They are. He's right. They also <laughs> vibrate when you love them. <laughs> I don't know about that, but... <laughs> uh, but that was your John Larroquette fun fact of the week. Gene L. Mr. A Guy. It's, it's not bad to say someone's last name. It's just weird. I don't want to know. <laughs> it's... Yeah. Well, yeah. No, I I agree. I wouldn't. I don't like to say it because then people can take this and like change it and like make uh, us say shit. True. Interestingly enough, uh, that gene went by the pen name Lee Cronin quite often <laughs> as well. <laughs> That's a way better name. Yeah. Uh, it's probably that. unrelated that. to the fact that his last name is so offensive. <laughs> probably unrelated. <laughs> Probably. At least it's offensive in my accent. Josh can I mean, probably I, say it fine, but I can't. I had to change my last name because it was Josh L. Hitler. Oh my god! <laughs> we need some of this dramatic-ass music from the Spock's Brain episode. <laughs> oh my god. This episode has so much bullshitty dramatic, like... So many, like, zoom hits. cuts oh on my Spock's god. face. Dun, dun, dun! Yeah, it's, like, over... I, dude, it's, like, over the fucking top. Like, this feels like... This episode feels like what everybody thinks that Star Trek TOS is. Yeah, it's every terrible stereotype. Like, yes. the hammy overacting, the fucking, yes. like, chewing the scenery... 
Dude, there's a part. I'm going to forget about it if I don't talk it right now. I'll go there's a part when they go down into like the cave or whatever with the women. And uh, they have that pass out beam <laughs> or oh, whatever yeah. the hell it is. And uh, they use it on, on uh, the crew. And Bones and uh, Kirk fall over, passed out. And then it cuts. And... William Shatner moves a little bit, and then it, like, like like the camera moves off of him. Like he's supposed to be unconscious, but he like they like cut it like right where the film is. Like <laughs> him still moving, and I'm like, oh my god, this is like a fucking B movie, dude. They also like clap heads together by accident yes! and, and like move apart afterwards. Yeah, he like <laughs> like bones falls on Kirk's head, and you can see like it's like real awkward and stuff. Oh my god, it's so goofy. There's actually a part. It's early on too, so I'll go ahead and fucking say it. Where Bones is explaining that Spock's brain has been stolen. Yeah. That entire scene is like DeForest Kelly is being held at gunpoint and told to act it. Yeah. Like, he is terrible in that scene. He's phoning it the fuck in. He's just saying the lines. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Because these lines are super awful. Like, it's his brain. Oh, God. They took his brain. They took his brain. <laughs> it's like, uh-huh. <laughs> right, right, I'm following. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I called this episode The Great Brain Robbery. <laughs> oh, that's really good. I like that. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. That is funny. I'm a smart boy. That's really good. Nice work. Um, <laughs> send that money to at Podcast. Oh, remind me, this is an off-the-podcast conversation, but I found those things I'm going to send you. Oh, shit. <laughs> They're just sitting on my kitchen counter. I'll try to remember. I'm not going to remember that. You can, I'll remember you'll it. text me when you're editing the episode. <laughs> They're Star Trek-related, so it kind of counts. It, it, everything counts in this podcast. It's fine. Yeah. Six <laughs> degrees of separation from, Sp- from fucking Spock. It all works Spock's out. brain. Uh, <laughs> at the beginning of this episode, the crew of the USS Enterprise... Mm-hmm. Um, dude, actually, I want to get off on a tangent before I even start. Fuck it. Uh, I watched this on Netflix, which is a mistake. Yeah. Because they have, uh, the updated CG graphics. Yeah, which are cool. I hate those. Do you hate them? I hate them. It's so, it clashes so terribly with the I, rest of the I, show. I never watched the show really when it was like I watched it when it was on syndication. Like so, I I remember the old like goofy like you models. like you like a, a goofy corny sort of B movie thing, right? Like old B movies. You you enjoy that kind yeah. of stuff, right? Yeah, I, l- There's I like, like that a charm stuff. to that shit that's like completely yeah. lost when you have like the more modern special effects. But like, yeah. There's nothing, like, fun or cheesy about bad modern special effects. It's just <laughs> right. off-putting. Well, because they try to make it look old, but it's not. So yeah. it doesn't work so right. So it just looks you know? like fucking Tales from Genesis space, but in Star Trek. I don't want there, that. <laughs> there's one shot where they cut to, like, uh, the outside of the hull, like, real close up of the ship. And they, like, do, like, a like a 2009-ish, like... Like a Dutch angle. Like yeah, it's like a sweet buy thing, and that's completely yeah. out of place in the show. And it, yeah, and it's like, don't do that. Also, the <laughs> ship is like fucking baby's bottom smooth. There's like oh no, my god, there's no anything on it. It's just like a tube. They got real good deflectors. Nothing's touching that motherfucker, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's like brand goddamn new. 
God, it, it's so off-putting to me. I know people like it. Like, I hear a lot of people are I don't all in it. favor of it. Because there are a lot of people who don't like the old cheesy special effects and stuff in Star Trek. Yeah. And it's off-putting to them. I it, don't agree with that myself. I think that's dumb. And you're dumb <laughs> if you feel that way. But... Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh-oh. I'm sorry that I'm, I don't care that uh, you're hurt from that. But... <laughs> The hull that was my pride is no longer smooth. <laughs> it just it bugs me because I love the old terrible special effects so much. Yeah. And also, I, like they I, didn't update any of the special effects out like inside the ship. Right. So. It does. It, it's jarring when it goes back inside. You're like, oh, it's still this this way. They did yeah. do like little things, like in the episode Arena, the Gorn blinks. Oh, they made him blink. Yeah, they made the Gorn blink. Oh, weird. And I was like, why? Why did they do that? <laughs> they ha- they were like, let's make him blink. And they're like, all right. <laughs> Somebody, like someone was watching Star Trek from the time they were like a tiny child to the time they were an adult. And that whole time they were like, that fucking Gorn's not blinking. I can't it's believe this shit. When I grow up and there's computers, I'm going to fix this. Fuck, I can't believe they forgot to make him blink. Did they even, are they even fucking like watching this when they finish it? He's not even blinking. <laughs> Like, just mad the whole time the inter- for fucking the internet 40 before years. before the internet. Yep. <laughs> like, as soon as the internet was invented, they were, like, in the IRC channel for fucking like, Star oh, Trek. Do like, I have an opinion for you. What did you guys think about that Gorn not blinking? Ridiculous. And just on the IRC channel, they were like, you know what? He's right. That Gorn didn't blink. <laughs> Gorn had to blink. They're everything, lizards. Everything blinks, goddammit. Everything fucking blinks! Anyway, (laughs) the crew of the USS Enterprise is flying through space, and a terrible CGI object is flying towards them. Oh, this is my favorite thing because it's stupid as hell. And everybody on board is just like, hey, hail that shit, right? They're creaming their pants over this thing. Yeah, especially, like, Scotty. He's just, like, got one hand in his trousers just yanking it the whole time. So so this ship is just, like, the dumbest-looking whatever-the-fuck model ship that someone made one day. And uh, they're in the Enterprise. It doesn't look any better in the CG version, by the way. Yeah, no, it looks dumb as shit. Like, (laughs) it's dumb. So they're in the Enterprise, which is, like, the most iconic... Fake spaceship ever made. Beautiful. It's got such a cool design. It's beautiful. It's so great. And uh, so, but they're like, oh, look at this beauty. And then, like, they're like, it has an ion drive. It's like, that's what you guys use. (laughs) I guess that hadn't been established yet. (laughs) Or, like, or, like, that's like, we have that now. Like, we make, we made a ship, like, that has that and we sent it up into space and it did that. Did they have that in the 60s? No, we did it, like, recently. Well, yeah. Like, they didn't but know like, that then, although they did give us a shout-out in this episode. They have M-Class on all the images of the planets. Thank God they finally recognized us. <laughs> shout-out to my Trek boys! Trek boys! <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but they're like, it's so advanced, and it's, like, not at all advanced no, at all. It like, looks like the fucking, like, lunar probe. Yeah. I don't know, but they're they're all creaming their their jisms about it or whatever, <laughs> and they they can't hail it, and they already got all their guns trained on it because it's the TOS era and that's what they do. Right, they're just gonna shoot, and uh, they're like, all right, somebody's beaming aboard, and Kirk's just like, all right, let's see who it is, 
And I was like, put your shields up, dumb dumb. What do you do? Yeah, they don't do any of like the Starfleet. For they're just like, whatever. We're we're out here. Let's Fuck see it. who it is. Yeah, hello, and come in. A girl in like a sling bikini comes in in like a mini skirt. Yeah, and uh, she presses a button on her plastic wristband, and everyone mm-hmm. on the ship passes out violently. Yeah, it's real bad. It's a real bad time. <laughs> but, but then they wake up. Josh was there. He remembers. It was a real it bad. It was time. bad. It was a real bad time. They had a real bad hangover. And everybody wakes up, and they're just like, everybody's like, "Where's Spock?" It's the first thing that Kirk says because he fucking loves him. He's like, "Where's he's Spock?" Like, I hope he's okay. I hope he's thinking about me. <laughs> Do you think he likes me? Does he think he like likes me? And uh, Bones calls him down to sick bay, and it turns out that Spock's brain has been stolen. Dun, dun, dun. Oh my god! What the fuck? How? It's impossible! What are we gonna do, gang? <laughs> and uh, that's what Bones sounds like during the whole scene. <laughs> Dude. It's so ham bone. It's out of control. Oh, yeah. Ham bone. I get it. It's I get super it. Super ham bone, dude. And Kirk's like, we're going to find that brain and we're going to put it back. And Bones is like, well, that's stupid. I don't know how he's to like, do that. He's like, are you going to search the whole galaxy? It's like the worst Bones ever. Yeah. Bones is having a real bad day today. Kirk's like, uh, yeah, he's my boyfriend. <laughs> I'm going to search the whole galaxy. We have to get him, Bones. That's what he says. And they they spend 18 fucking hours just following it. <laughs> yeah, there's like a time limit, too. I guess brains can't be put back into people's heads after yeah, a day. there is a very arbitrary time limit. 24 hours, weird. It's just 24 Earth hours. It's super weird that it's 24 hours. Exactly. <laughs> they go to a system that has three Class M planets, and Chekhov, who I'll remind you, is an ensign... Gets to decide yeah. all the fucking things during the scene. <laughs> yeah, they're like, what do you think? And he's like, I think it's the one that took this one. <laughs> and they're like, okay. They're like, like, Kirk's just thinking about it, Like, you know what? You're probably right, Chekhov. You just got out of the fucking academy and we picked you up at a star base. But I bet you know what you're talking about. <laughs> you danced real good that one time. So you're it. We're doing your plan. Ugh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I like Chekhov. Che- I, I was thinking too. during that scene as well that I think that Wesley was an attempt to make a Chekhov, right? Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. And except they started before he was an ensign, which is stupid. Don't and do also, that. Wesley's super dumb. Yeah, Wesley's annoying as fuck, and Chekhov is fun. That's the difference. Yeah, Chek- and Chekhov had like a purpose. Like Chekhov is like, oh look, there's a Russian on the ship. Yeah. Which then and, and now is like, yeah, oh, well, now it's perfectly normal. Russians are in our fucking electorate. Might as well be Yay! on our ships. <laughs> Political humor. This will be forever evergreen. Yeah. None of these episodes are evergreen. <laughs> I don't care. It's like Chekhov is a fun character. He was yeah. put on the show for to get teen girls interested into it. It's why he, well, because he looks like Davy Jones. He looks exactly like Davy fucking Jones. Yeah, and it worked. Dude. By the way, it did get yeah. teenage girls into it at the time. 
There you go. <laughs> uh, a lot of them who grew up to be like the old ladies that you see that love Star Trek a lot. Yeah. That's them. Because they were getting all horned up on Chekhov. Uh, <laughs> but che- Chekhov decides they should go to this planet, and Kirk's like, nah, we're going to this planet. Because <laughs> I got a feeling. And fucking. Like, Kirk. Like. Kirk is so sure of himself, right? When he's like, let's go to this planet. And mm. Sulu's like a hunch, and he's like, yeah. And then Chekhov goes, what happens if you're wrong? <laughs> then Spock will die. Bum, bum, bum. Oh, my God. It's so stupid. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's so dumb. Uh, <laughs> it's so good, though. I, I was just... Like, I spent a lot of time in this episode thinking about Chekhov's purpose as compared to Wesley. And yeah. it's crazy. Like, Chekhov was not put on the show to get little kids to feel like they have a chance to be in Starfleet. Wesley was. Right. No one who put Will fucking Wheaton on that show thought that teenage girls was gonna were going to be more interested in it because of him. Right. If I anything, they yeah. were going to be more repulsed and change the channel faster. <laughs> If anything, they were gonna stab their eyeballs out, <laughs> but and join the nunnery. They they have a similar purpose in that they were trying to get a different demographic involved. Yeah, well, yeah, cause cause television is like horrible, so they're always like, this character is for these types of people, and it's like, okay, <laughs> sure. Who, who was Tom Paris for? People who were nostalgic for the '90s in the '90s. <laughs> People who like to go get coffee at Central Perk in the Friends universe. Dude, you... There had to have been a meeting at some point when they Uh were like, do you think we could get the Friends crew to do a crossover bit with Tom (laughs) Paris? (laughs) <laughs> he goes into the, the holodeck and it's the like a Friends episode. Yeah, he goes in and he sits down and like David Schwimmer is the only <laughs> one who would agree, so he's there and he makes references to all the rest of them. That's really Ready Player One-ish. That'd be, <laughs> that was a little Ready Player One before Ready Player One. That's Tom Paris. I have, to go, I have to go into this Friends episode and figure out how to get into the video game. That's Tom Paris, dude. Tom Dude. Paris is Ready Player One before Ready Player One existed. He's he's Parzival. Tom Parzival. Is that the character's name? Yeah, because it's like Percival from I get the, it. the... Yeah, you got it. I ain't laughing, but I get it. No. <laughs> Meet one. <laughs> I know, I get it. I ain't laughing, but I get it. So they go down to the planet, and there are cavemen on the planet sure. who speak English. Hey, also... Prime Directive, fuck it, right? It didn't exist yet. Fucking Gene L. Last name had not created it yet. Yeah, well. (laughs) They they got onto the planet. They couldn't retcon some of that, computer generate some Prime Directive in this episode. They they computer generated some of the cavemen blinking more, though, so that was good. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But, like, they hunt them. They're like, all right, there are five humanoids in this direction. Let's go! Phaser yeah. set to stun. It's real. Like I was like, wait a minute. Like what the fuck? What I was like, doing? why? Why are you doing this? Even in other episodes, they try to avoid contact with the people on the planet. Yeah, but this one, they're like, they know where Spock's brain is. It's Kirk wants his boyfriend back real bad, so he he's willing he to break him. all the rules. This is the most romantic uh, drama episode <laughs> of Star Trek ever. <laughs> yeah. Um, they meet 
Well, first off, they shoot the caveman, who yeah. apparently has a name, according to the memory alpha. <laughs> uh, they're called the morgue. Is that what? Oh, uh, yeah. That's A-morg. like their morgue. Okay. Yeah. I thought that was his name. Yeah, it, it looks like like Moog or like Morn. Uh, Morn, yeah. My favorite Morn. <laughs> it should have just been Morn. They should have computer generated Morn. <laughs> and he doesn't and he's just say any lines, but they all react to him. Dude, like, <laughs> dude, Kirk shoots the fucking caveman. He's just standing there with a cup, and he just looks around like, "What the fuck?" It would be better if he was one of the other cavemen. So he like shoots the one caveman, and they all scatter, and he just like, looks both ways and runs away. <laughs> just runs off screen. He's sitting at the bar that's just on the <laughs> planet, and then he gets up and walks away. All- I would love this episode if that was in it. <laughs> uh, sadly, it's not. It's not. <laughs> so they question the caveman, and he's like, uh, they give pleasure and pain, or they give uh, something that's basically pleasure and pain, right? Yeah. Uh, this is this is a ham-fisted metaphor for anybody who missed it at home, because the others turn out to be women. Get it? Yeah. They give the pain. Women will break your heart, guys. They, they're good for pleasure, but they give you pain, right? That's what right? the fucking writers try to tell us. Thanks, Gmail asshole. It's very subtle, guys. It's the 60s. Women can't live with them, can't shoot them with a phaser. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, while they're, while they're trying to question this guy who's, like, not telling them anything and won't take them anywhere, Chekhov's just like, never mind, I found it. Yeah, it's like a cave or some shit. <laughs> My tricorder found it. Let's go in the cave. Yeah, and it's there. There, like this part of the fucking show, like this to me feels like this was written on like a napkin over the weekend. It's like filler. Yeah, it's they were like, well, we filler. need him. They need to go to the to underground. So how are they gonna do that? And it's like, well, they find a cave, and it's like, uh, okay. <laughs> but, yeah. Like, why couldn't they have just gone to the cave? Like, go beam to the under the ground like they do. I wanted to point out two things. One, everybody is so fucking sweaty in the future. Yeah. Like, is there no air conditioning in the future? Well, on the set, it was probably like 110 degrees. Probably. Like, they had those all lights the, like, were like crazy. They have all, like, the walls are just covered in, like, Reynolds wrap and shit to make it look like the yeah. future. Yeah. Yeah, and everything's all made out of, like, fucking asbestos and wool. Oh, so they're definitely <laughs> just cooking at that point, because the lights are, like, radiating the yeah. heat onto the Reynolds wrap. Yeah, and they're covered in makeup, because, like, that's what they did. Yeah. And they, they still do that now. Especially like, Bones makeup on. at the beginning. Like, oh, dude, he had a lot ass. of makeup on. <laughs> yeah, he does. Um, two, <laughs> they just leave the security officers when they go down. They're just like, all right, guys. Yeah. The three most important people on the ship. The four most important people on the ship are going to go down here into this dungeon. You guys well, hang at least, out. At least they don't die up there. <laughs> That's true. They were just thankful they for that. They would have died really. if they went down. They'd have been like, uh, I don't think I want to go down there, Captain. <laughs> they do Star Trek's favorite trick with the phaser. Yes. Shoot a rock. They shoot a rock and heat it and then hold their yeah. hands off. <laughs> How long is that rock going to be hot for? Like, seriously. It turned red, dude. It's really hot. You know what's easier? Uh, build a fire. <laughs> What? No, it's not. You point your fucking well, get, shit at it and fire. fire. No, but like, get like a stick and start a fire with the phaser. Don't look, look, heat Josh, a rock up. Look, Josh, there are no sticks on the Desilu <laughs> set. Okay, 
<laughs> there are lots of rocks. What the fuck is this planet's name? <laughs> fuck it, I just saw it. What it's is the it? planet Desilu. Sigma Draconis Six. Yes. There you go. Uh, they they fucking just uh, like the elevator doors open and they see a lady and they're like, get her! And start fucking firing <laughs> they shoot immediately. Her. Yeah, they shoot her. <laughs> it's, that's her. Get her! And that's like, the one. Even when the doors opened and they said that, I was like, that's not her. Didn't look yeah, anything different. like her. <laughs> The other one had brown hair. This one has, like, red hair. It's a woman. Get her. <laughs> it's got two big boobies. Get it. <laughs> they, like, fucking... Uh, they're called the I Morg. <laughs> it's so dumb. Which is stupid. Um, like, eye, like an eyeball. But then, like, Spock's voice comes through the communicator, and he's, like... Sounds like he's getting, like, a BJ. He's talking about like how pleasurable it is and shit, and I'm like, oh yeah, Spock? yeah, yeah. What's happening? What's happening to yeah, your brain right now? He's totally not Vulcan. He's just like, this is great. He's it's getting like- a BJ, a brain job. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's so good. <laughs> if you guys never got a brain job, you should definitely try it out. I guess every BJ is a brain job. Uh, I get it. I get it. <laughs> you know. <laughs> But, uh, There's a lot going on in that joke. I'll, we'll unpack it later. <laughs> but they find the woman, like, they turn a corner and she's just, like, walking with two guys. Yeah, sure. It's, just, it's like lunchtime. It's, they're going to the cafeteria. It's like the second person they see is the one they're looking for. There's only, like, five women down here, by the The way. writing in this episode is horrible. It's... It's so bad, I can't and fathom. Just like that it... two minutes later, two minutes earlier, Kirk was like, a woman killer, right? And they yeah. see this woman and they're like, it's the same one. And then they stand there and wait for her to press the button to, to incapacitate them. To make them pass out, yes. And they're taken prisoner. Let's take a break, because like... We'll we'll take a break. We gotta unpack I'm, that brain job joke. That I'm gonna, Josh made. I'm gonna I'm gonna hit the pass out button on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back after these words from uh, hopefully our sponsor. Please sponsor us. A mysterious intruder attacks Spock. His body lives, but there is no mind. Now a desperate search. What if he double Spock's brain? Brain and brain. What is brain? Before time, these others set to kill. Runs out. You must put back what you have taken. The need of my people is greater than your need for your friends. If you don't find it in 24 hours, Spock will die. Star Trek. And we're back. Hopefully you purchased that product that's definitely new. And and real. not 20 fucking years old. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about, Jeff. I don't know either. We definitely have new sponsors. Every week. Whatever, however many we do these. Um, when we last left our heroes, they'd been knocked unconscious by a tiny bracelet with a button on it. Uh, somebody made it in props with a hot glue gun. Oh, most definitely. <laughs> <laughs> it was the top off like a back massager. They just took that piece off and put it around the wrist. Yes, a back massager. <laughs> Wink. That's totally what that is. Hey, it was the 60s, man. <laughs> They couldn't say uh, pussy vibrator like they do now. That's what they all say on the box. (laughs) One pussy vibrator, please. Looking for a butt vibrator, please. (laughs) Um, So Kirk, 
uh, Scotty and McCoy wake up. Yeah, Scotty's there, which is interesting. Yeah, it's it's a little weird for him to be there, but... Yeah, because, like, there's no ship stuff on the ground. Like, what's <laughs> he doing there? <laughs> he's not just a ship engineer. He's just engineer man. He's also a beer engineer. Yeah, you can tell that as the series goes on. <laughs> <laughs> he was a World War II vet. He deserves it. Yeah. That's that uh, the fun fact everyone knows, that he's missing yeah. a finger, and they cover yeah. it up all the time. This cat just got up here. Hey, why don't you go away and uh, leave me alone? Thank you. <laughs> did it do it? Did it, did it follow your instructions? <laughs> he, yeah, he walked around. He's sitting behind the monitor right now. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> um, so, they have these belts on, right? Yeah, they're like laser tag belts. Yeah, they are laser tag belts. And, um... <laughs> Kirk's like, yo, what happened to Spock's brain? And they're like, what? And he's like, his brain! His what? <laughs> yeah. They don't know what a brain is. Spock's brain! His what what? <laughs> do what now? <laughs> do what now? <laughs> he's just gonna keep saying do what now. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't know what the fuck he's talking about, and they just keep using the, like, torture device on them, and apparently... Yeah. I didn't get this from the scene, but uh, the torture device is connected to the belts they're wearing, which tortures them. However, several times throughout this episode, she has pressed the same button and gotten the same response out of them, and none of them were wearing belts. Uh, It's... Uh, look, Jeff. Uh, look, <laughs> this is what we call a plot hole. Yeah, I think they probably just used, like, the same shot of her pushing the button. Oh, yeah, you know? most definitely. Which, like, you know, okay, fine, whatever. But, like, yeah, why, like, why is there belts? Like, why do they have belts on? Like, I didn't get that when I watched it. I was like, I don't understand what these belts are. Yeah, like, they t- they say, like, oh, we gotta get the belts off, and they do, and they she can't hurt them anymore. Yeah, but, like, earlier they get knocked out by the thing. Everyone like, on the ship got knocked out yeah. by it. I don't I don't understand, like, what the difference is, but, all right. Uh, uh, yeah, it's really... This episode is really bad. In the business, that's called, uh, stupid fucking writing. Yeah, it's... Yeah. At this point in the episode, I, I was like, okay, what's going on? Like, I was like, when is this gonna stop? And, like... <laughs> This is my favorite scene in this episode, and by and you know what I mean when I say favorite. Yes, yes. Um, they're talking about controls and shit, mm-hmm. like uh, who is in control, like who's, yeah, who's the, leader? the leader, who yeah. has a penis that's telling you what to do because yeah, you're a woman. I, I got that too when I watched it. I was like, he's like literally one second away from being like, "Where's the man in charge?" Yeah, he says, "Where is he?" Where is even? he? Yes, but yes. like. They're like, oh, the controller? And nothing in this episode has given the slightest fucking hint towards this conclusion that Kirk leaps the fucking New River Gorge to reach from where he was at. (laughs) Evil fucking Kenny. He says, controller? Maybe Spock's brain is controlling this place. (laughs) And they're all like, yeah, you're right. And they're right. They're right. They're well, he picked the planet, so he also knew about that. What? <laughs> dude, I know. I know, man. I Dude, I was like... I, I At this point, I'm honestly paying, like, half attention to this, and I'm just like, I don't know, man. <laughs> like, I don't even know. 
Like, I'm just fucking standing in my living room, like, talking at the TV at this point, going, are you, what the fuck? How did dude. you know? He, dude, he's fucking Kirk. He just knew. It's his friend. Christ. Yeah, like, Spock, when he's talking to him over the communicator, like, earlier, isn't even, like, I think I'm in, like... No, he like just I, says, I don't know where I am. Yeah, he's like, I don't know what's happening. And it's like, okay. And, like, he he's, he continually says, I don't know where I am. Keep that in mind, because we're going to circle back to this in a second. Yeah. Uh, all the ladies leave, and... Um, our heroes are left alone. There, by the way, they talk about there being men above and women below, but there are men here so that there can be a fight scene. Right, they can't fight women. Women can't I guess. fight men. Right, sure. I get, okay. <laughs> and uh, there's this big stupid fight scene where they fight Neanderthals. Yeah. And did they go up and get them or what? I don't did know. They go, did they trap them with that elevator that was like a trap elevator? Yeah, yeah, probably. Is that why? Okay. Probably. That, that kind of makes sense, I guess. But Kirk talks to Spock using the communicator again, and they're like, Spock, your brain's been taken out. You're the controller now. And he's like, oh! And Spock's like, fascinating. I have a body <laughs> that stretches to infinity, and I'm doing all this other shit. And they're like, well, actually, you're a fucking brain, dum-dum. Don't you know anything? <laughs> and, uh... They're like, actually, we're going to find your brain and put it back in your body. Uh-huh. And he's like, well, all right, that sounds good. And they're like, all right, Spock, send us a signal to show where you're at. And Spock's like, all right. <laughs> Spock doesn't know where he's at. Yeah, no, he doesn't know where he is. Like, yeah. And, like, what does that even mean, send us a signal? Like, what is that? I don't it means know what that nothing. means. Like, send us a radio? Like, I don't understand, like, how... But, Spock okay. continuously says he doesn't know where he's at. That scene should have been like, hey, Spock, send us a signal so we know where you're at. And he's like, I uh, have told you 30 times, Jim, I don't know where I'm at. Yeah. You, you never stop, listen to me. You're always like this. Me. Yeah. Yeah, you never listen to me. And then they get into a big lover's spots. <laughs> yeah. And it's uncomfortable, and Scotty's like, well, guess uh. it's time to go. They always do this. They always do always. this. Oh god, oh god, the cat turned on my thing. Oh sorry. How did the cat do that? <laughs> he stepped on the keyboard and it was paused. My music was paused. Oh my god. He's being a real butthole right now. I'm gonna take his brain out. Well, as long as you put it back in in twenty four hours, you'll be fine. Dude, it feels like this episode takes twenty four hours to get to the end. It really does. <laughs> but Dude. like they they find the place, right? Yeah, and and like Spock uh, is like, "Hey, I'm this uh, terrible prop in the middle of the room. Look at me." And uh, <laughs> lady shows up, evil lady, uh-huh. who isn't given a name because she's a lady. She's not important enough, right? And she presses the button again. Only this time, they don't pass out immediately. They writhe around for what feels like the rest of my fucking life, <laughs> dude. They are just uh, hamming it up hard, yeah. writhing and writhing and, and writhing. And Kirk uses his uh, fucking NES controller to, <laughs> to control Spock and have him it's, attack a woman. It's more like a Coleco vision. It's his fucking Coleco vision controller. <laughs> he Coleco's him over to fucking attack which, a woman. Yeah, like which, like I don't what. Yeah, oh, because Bones makes it, right? Because, like, yeah. okay, right, right, right. So they can right. take his body down because they right. don't have gurneys in the future. They do this They do this better in, in DS9 when uh, Oh, the yeah, cor- they control the, the corpse. Episode. Yeah, they do it a little bit better in <laughs> they that. They weakened at Bernie's, that shit? Yeah, they weakened at Bernie's the fuck out of that Vorta. 
this is technically Weekend at Bernie's. Yeah, this is Weekend at Fox. <laughs> and they fucking, like, his body attacks the lady, which is fine because of equality. Well, he doesn't, like, hit her. He kind of just, like, grabs her arm. Yeah. Which is still not, like, great, but he doesn't, and then like, he presses punch the button. He presses the release button, which somehow, somehow Spock's dead-ass corpse that Kirk is controlling with a series of buttons <laughs> presses the exact correct button that no one is looking at. And they're all, like, different colored buttons, and there's, like, maybe 12 of them. So there's, like, 12 buttons that do... The full range of human mobility in 12 yeah, buttons. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. And he fucking presses the press correct button button on his <laughs> controller. Uh-huh. And Spock hits the button and all their belts fall off, which apparently makes boring. it completely worthless as a weapon now. You can't harm anybody anymore. It doesn't hurt anymore. Yeah. Even though it did before. Right. Yeah, man. I, I, don't, I got nothing on this episode. <laughs> this episode is like... Like if you've ever read like a little kid's story, that's what this is. It where they're just like, is, and then, really. and then, and then, and then, and you're like, okay, where's the end? <laughs> they do this. They do this really fucking stupid thing where they force the lady to use the get smart machine. Yeah, which turns her into a super smart lady, and she fucking pulls a phaser on him. Yeah, which is I- like. Filler. They were like, actually, we still we have like three minutes extra. In this yeah, episode. they're killing time. They're killing time. So she pulls the phaser out, and they're all like, "Oh my god, she's got a phaser. What are we gonna do?" Yeah. And then, <laughs> then Scotty pretends to faint very slightly, and she looks at him, and Kirk just grabs the gun, and he's like, "All right, put the fucking thing on your head." <laughs> what? what the- <laughs> oh my god. So, so McCoy, like Bones, is like. Uh, well, I'm the surgeon, let me do it. And yeah. Spock's like, gives a whole speech about how he can't. And then Bones gives a whole speech about it, why he should. And then Kirk's like, go ahead. Yeah, because he's like, think of, I can take it back, I can remember how to do it. Or whatever. Like, he wants, like, the glory, right? Yeah. And he's like, yeah. he's like, a child could do it. Right, a child could do it. But this is the part in, like, a regular Star Trek episode where it would just cut... And he would be fixed. Yeah, but and then no, they'd be we like, get a yeah. terrible scene. A stupid, dumb ass scene. The worst scene in the episode. I'll go on yeah. and say. And it's and it's the end of the episode. Where Bo- it works up to it. Where Bones is doing brain surgery and slowly starts to lose the knowledge. Yeah, like, why is this important to the show? Like, I don't understand. And he, How this is it matters. And to with the a show. miracle of modern science, as we all know how the brain works now, of course. Sure. So Spock tells Bones to reconnect his speech centers. He tells him, right? Even though yeah. he, it's not done yet, apparently, to reconnect his speech centers in his brain so he can talk him through the surgery yeah. that's happening on his brain. Right. Uh, I'd like to remind everyone at home, uh, Spock is a computer scientist and not a fucking surgeon. <laughs> Bones is a surgeon. Yeah, like, why? <laughs> Dude, I don't know, man. I don't even fucking know. They're just like, they're just like, Spock has to do it. And, and like, Bones has like a, like a flip out. He's like, I don't remember how to do it. And Tell then, me. Then Tell me how to do f- it. <laughs> they make a fucking, like... 
end of the episode joke, like in a fucking yeah. sitcom. Yeah, they're like, oh, did we have to put his vocal cords back together, his speech center? Kirk's <laughs> like, we took the risk, Doctor, and then it freeze frames and goes, John Larroquette, it says, featuring John Larroquette. <laughs> How interesting. Oh, this episode's fucking terrible. Yeah, this episode is really bad. And the um, craziest part about this episode is that the next one we're gonna watch fucking tops it. It's like, is worse? Yeah. Oh, the next episode we're gonna watch. Yes. Oh, yeah, but for, like, different reasons. Different reasons, <laughs> yes. Like, I mean, this one's pretty bad, though, in that regard, with, like, the sexism. It's it's pretty rough. God, this episode is terrible. Yeah, it harms it's written me by on so many levels. It was written by a drunk person. This person, Lee, uh, what's his name? Uh, what's Gene L. Whatever. Uh, Lee Cronin. Yeah, whatever. He was he he had to write the episode in a day. And he did it. Cronenberg. <laughs> Lee Cronin. <laughs> Gene, uh, no no last name. Gene L. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I mean, it was it's fun in the sense that like. It's goofy, right? That it, no. <laughs> it's not like the the first half of the episode. I could say yeah, it's fun because it's goofy. Yeah, it goes off the rails like but then it crazy. Gets so terrible. Like you know me, man. Like I do not like like when things don't make sense. Like I have yes. a super super problem with he, that shit. Josh goes nuts when that happens. Because like figure that out yet? Literally, like that's your only job is to like make it make sense. Like, and this is this was written I, I I by a child. Like a child wrote this. Like I don't know. I think what Gene L last name redacted let his like twelve year old <laughs> daughter write this episode. I don't know. It's like he's such a big part of what made Star Trek what it was to the point yeah. where every actor that was on it gives him just as much credit as Gene Roddenberry. Right. And yet he wrote this. Yep. We all have our bad days, Jeff. Yeah, I guess that's true. I just well, figured it would get stopped at some point, right? This well, was this produced e and aired. This episode goes on for like... It feels like this episode's two hours long. There's like, a whole lot of, like, really slow walking in this episode. Yeah. yeah. They needed they needed the time. They needed the filler. It's all filler, no killer, man. That's for sure. It's true. Like, Like, you I think about production schedules back in those day, days, right? You made, like, fucking, what, like, 30 episodes? Yeah, probably, like, 32-ish. 32 episodes, you just did them fucking rapid fire day after yep. day after day. There's gonna be a bunch of filler episodes in that shit. Yeah. Well, that's why they don't do that anymore. That's why. I mean, I, look, we. I think we've talked about like the uh, the Marvel Netflix shows and how like I know pa like Paul and I have talked about like they're like even three episodes too much. Oh yeah, absolutely. And that they're like thirteen episodes. Like they should be like ten or eight. It's crazy to me that the way screenwriters seem to work, the way people who work on television and film and stuff, and I know you're a screenwriter as well. Uh -huh. I'm not lumping them all together, but no, you in, can in like a <laughs> in like a large number. Screenwriters seem to be like, all right, whatever space they're given to fill, yeah. they don't need, and they waste part of it every right. single time. Right. So if you're like, all right, you get two episodes to tell something, half of one of those episodes is going to be nonsense that's not necessary. 
Yeah, I think a lot of the time, like, I mean, obviously with this show, like, they they were just like, get them out, like, crank oh, yeah. them out, absolutely. Because right? it was different as possible back then. as fast yeah. as possible. Yeah, it was it was different back then, but now everyone wants to like have like this angle and like I, I again like I kind of blame J.J. Abrams for this with like Lost and shit like there was like an angle and there was all of this mystery and it was kind of like Stephen King inspired and it was kind of like uh, you know like science fiction-y yeah and like now everyone thinks that that's how you write like science fiction and it's like no you can like write it like however you want but yeah, it has to make sense like at some point you, you have to stop like with the with the with the smoke in the mirrors and actually have substance there, like uh, smoke. I get it. <laughs> it's the smoke monsters and mirrors. <laughs> that old saying. And when the internet th- th- like figures out what your ploy is, don't lie to them and say it's not no. that. It's like you know how cats fill whatever fucking shape <laughs> that you put them inside of. Yeah, like they're like Odo. Yeah, <laughs> like liquid. It's the way a regular, like a writer who hits all the beats at all times, which is impossible, nobody's perfect, would work, yeah. is whatever size, shape you give them, they'll fill it. You give them 13 episodes, yeah. 13 episodes worth of content. Right. But the way like writing tends to be is you give somebody 13 episodes and they fill it, but there's just this space missing that's nothing. Right. I, I will give a lot of credit to, like, Doctor Who for, for this type of writing, where it seems like sometimes you're watching, like, a throwaway episode, mm-hmm. um, and then they the writers, like, especially with, like, David Tennant in that era. And, yes, uh, and, I've seen all of those. Yeah, like, they, they would do a really good job of, like, kind of bringing it back as much as, like, it would be, like, a crazy, like, left-hand turn sometimes. It was fun, like, and in, in, in that in that universe, like, things are crazy, so, like, oh, you yeah. can get away with a lot more shit, but, like... I've, I've not seen anything past David Tennant. The Matt, the Matt, what's his name? Matt, Matt Smith. Uh, Smith? I wouldn't say Matt West, that's a kid I graduated high school with. <laughs> Shout uh, out Matt West! He might, his, somebody that knows him might listen to this. <laughs> uh, but, uh, he, uh th- his are pretty good, too, but those writers, like, tend to, like use all the uh, available space and uh, not not yeah. always for the best but like in the for the most part it's still uh, used i mean you yeah. look at something like uh, daredevil season 2 where it yeah. has it's 13 episodes and like oh three episodes of the story yeah, dude oh my god daredevil <laughs> season 2 is like oh my fucking god there's like parts when they go to the house like the rich house of uh, electra or whatever yeah and you're like what the fuck are we doing here like what is this shit Dude, it's there's oh my no God. story. Like the story that was interesting was the Punisher story, and then it just ends. Yeah, and he's still got like fucking ten episodes left. Dude, it's dude. Oh my God, Th- those are egregious. Yeah, I, to circle back to Doctor Who, which is the real topic of our podcast. <laughs> um, I watched Christopher Eccleston, and then the first one, yeah, the, the ninth one. Yeah, yeah, but the first of the new yeah the right? reboot one yeah 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 and then David Tennant I liked Christopher Eccleston a lot and I liked David Tennant a lot and I started yeah. trying to watch Matt Smith and I couldn't fucking stand him yeah he's obnoxious. apparently people love him but like well that was when everyone like got on board like people were like people really liked David Tennant but then Matt Smith came and they were like 
oh, I'm a Doctor Who fan. (laughs) And it's like, I'm a Whovian, yeah. And it's like, yeah. Don't give yourself a title. That's silly. Yeah. Don't give yourself (laughs) a title anyway. Tregboy! Tregboy! (laughs) Buy the shirt. Uh, We should make a Trek Boys t shirt. Yeah, we should. It's coming soon. It should be in cross colors. (laughs) (laughs) I'm big into cross colors now. It's. It's time for a resurgence. <laughs> I was thinking about making another another shirt since uh, people didn't know that we had, uh, at least somebody didn't know, that we had a shirt at shirt. That's which, the shirt. Which still exists. You can still get the shirt at shirt. Oh, yeah. Buy like 16 of them. Yeah, give them to all your friends. <laughs> give them to all your friends who like Matt Smith. Give them to your clergy. <laughs> Put them in the in the in the donations jar at your church. <laughs> when your pastor's like, "What the fuck is this?" Be it's like, "It's got latinum it. on it. It's got a gold pressed latinum on it. It's like the most fucking valuable thing in the galaxy. It's way more valuable than money. Money ain't worth shit anymore. Yeah, you can't replicate latinum, dude. It's true. <laughs> For He's some right. reason. He's right, everybody. <laughs> this episode frustrated me. It's it was painful. Like I I uh, I mean I laughed at it a lot because I was like, all right, this is ridiculous. But yeah, I laughed at it a lot too. I will I'm say not that. I'm not like close to the TOS like you are. Like uh, like TOS isn't like something that I like grew up with so much. So like I kind of laugh at it, but like I also understand that like I know how good this show can be. And seeing like an episode like this is like, oh my god, like it's what are like, we doing? Maddening. To yeah. me, because it's like watching a terrible B-movie instead of a great B-movie. Right, it's not even like a, like a, like a good B-movie, if it's there is such a thing. It's not funny bad, either. Yeah. It's just boring and bad. Yeah. <laughs> there are Everything... funny bad parts in it, though. Yeah. I, I just don't... I just don't understand, like, why anything happens. And that's, like, a really bad sign <laughs> when yes. you're watching. You're like, yes, why is this is. happening? If anybody's listening to this who can make animated GIFs really good, I want an animated GIF of the camera doing the zoom in <laughs> on Spock's face really fast and then out and then in. Just, just endless. <laughs> Infinite loop. Dude, I love that. With his fucking, fucking completely blank face. <laughs> Jesus. Which is like, I thought about that too. I was like, look, Spock's already like an emotionless entity. So like... When they told, like, Leonard McCoy to, like, act Leonard that way, like, McCoy. Le- Leonard McCoy. <laughs> Leonard, Leonard Nimoy. <laughs> when they told Leonard Nimoy, sorry, uh, to act like that, he was probably just like, okay. <laughs> like, Has I already did the other day, Gene. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's a waste of, like, uh, actor potential, too, right? Like, it's true. There's, there's like, a reason why Spock goes through so many bouts of, like, space-induced emotions. Yeah. It's called Leonard he, Nimoy is a really great actor. Don't you mean Leonard McCoy? Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I'm not actually a Star Trek fan. I don't really know his name. <laughs> <laughs> Leonard McCoy. <laughs> Leonard Bones McCoy is that actor's name. Super, super mistake. <laughs> Edit that out in post. I don't want anybody. I'm not. I'm leaving it all in. You you leave everything in, Josh. <laughs> yeah, this is a natural, free flowing event we got yes. here. We're do just we, honest. Do we have anything else to say about this episode, or is this going to be a short one? 
Let's make this a short one, because this episode stinks a fart, dude. It was the stinky McFart. It's, I think this is just going to be an hour long, which is good, because that's how long the actual episode is. It, it feels like it's three hours long, but... There's a there's a problem with that sometimes in Star Trek, where the bad episodes just drag on forever. And you, like, there wasn't anything even, like, goofy in it. Like... Like there was no moral, there was no like Twilight Zoney like question. No. There, it's just it's just a random adventure that they went on where they it's like a fucking The Hangover, but Star Trek. They oh we lost Spock's <laughs> brain, we gotta find him for the wedding. <laughs> oh no, Kim, what's his name? The guy, the doctor from uh, he's a real life doctor, but the teacher from uh, uh, Community took the brain. <laughs> Ken Jong, that's his name. Okay. I was I like, what there. the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> the guy who's like, like yeah, see you later. Ah, that guy. Yeah, that guy. He's an actual fucking PhD. He's a real doctor. He's a smart guy, but he's also hilarious. So. I think his name is Leonard McCoy. <laughs> Leonard McCoy is his name. <laughs> God. You know what? I think we've learned a valuable lesson here today. Yeah, Which let's never watch this again. Not this is a bad episode and don't watch it. But the the deep moral lesson that we learned today was that Klingons actually do have two dicks. <laughs> oh my god! That so was, uh, that was proven on Star Trek Discovery. Uh, someone reported this to me because I don't have CBS All Access. Fuck yeah, I, that. I've seen up to. I don't have it either because I'm not paying for that. But I've seen up to. Uh, Episode 9. I've only seen so, episode 4. So I, I got the first reference, which is like subtle-ish. Yeah, this as is subtle, subtle as anything. A Klingon yeah. is in an alleyway, and he blasts piss against the wall out yeah. of two dicks. And you get to see the two streams going, f- because they're not redundant dicks. They're both active dicks. Right, they're both... Because Klingons have redundant hearts and stuff. Yeah, so it's so not I a guess, redundant dick, it's an active dick. Yeah, it's, there's just two dicks. Which, they just like, got a hemipene. Yeah, I don't know why we needed this. Like, I'm not one to be, like, shy about this type of shit. I mean, no, I make dick, dick jokes all the time. Star Trek has, like, a legacy, right? No matter how yeah. silly Star Trek has gotten, no one has pissed in an alleyway in it before. Well, they say fuck, too. Yeah, and it's, they say and fuck, it, they piss in an alleyway. The fucking whole reveal of Captain Lorca's shit pissed me yeah, off. Yeah, it's... Dude, oh man. It's, yeah. Well, you get to see some Klingon boobs. Like, it's... Here's they got the thing. four tits. They got two, I, as far as I could they tell. They got one they, redundant tit. It's just a unitit. <laughs> it's like a Dillian Harper tit. It's just one boob. Why do I know who that is? Fuck. Yeah, you you know what I'm saying. Everyone who knows who Dillian Harper knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> they have two tits, two fully formed tits. One yeah. of them is redundant. It doesn't do anything. The other one is act. <laughs> <laughs> That's where the milk comes out, because I guess they're mammals, I guess. I guess. Sure. They got I, two dicks, not? whatever. Yeah, I, the two decks thing, man. I, I feel like at some point we're just trying to be edgy for the sake of edginess, and yeah. I feel like that we've reached. There's that a little point. bit of that. Yeah, I was. I more, don't mind. I was more frustrated with the Captain Lorca thing. I'm not gonna spoil anybody or anything, but what a fucking yeah. waste of character development. Yeah, you can tell where it's going, or like you can you can. I see mean, if you looked at it the dumbest way possible, you could tell where it was going. Yeah, well, this is the way things work now. Dummies like run the world now, so. I know. I know. <laughs> what if we make him this? And it's like, uh, what if we do anything but that? What if we make him have like 
a horrible experience that makes him into what he is, and he has to like learn the folly of his ways. Nah, we'll find just re- make repentance or anything. Nah, we'll just do that other thing. Nah, the the kid, the, the fans love that other thing, so we'll do that. Fucking a. Anyway, Dude, I didn't mind the fuck so much because like, uh, Tilly says it, and she's kind of like like a uh, autism a little bit. So like, I mean like. They say hell and damn and whatnot. I mean, yeah, like whatever. That's that's fine. I don't care about that. It's just Star Trek has a legacy that I feel like this new show is just like pissing on with its with two dicks. (laughs) (laughs) No, I agree, man. I mean, we could talk about this whole show. Like like, I talked about, uh, I've talked about a million times that DS Nine rides that line between examining what this what the utopian future is and like subverting it a little and right. still being star trek utopian right um discovery doesn't do that at all it's just like a weird dystopian future that has star trek clothes on well the, what really bothered me was like in one of the first episodes they're like on this prison transport when they're and, and like there's these two other random prisoners and they're talking about andorians and they're being like super fucking racist and shit oh yeah and it's like it's Humans like you guys have not evolved beyond racism in the Star yeah, Trek future and, anymore. And it's like, you guys have been in the Federation with each other for like 80 years at this point. Like, what yeah, the fuck is you your problem? Are really old allies. Yeah, at this like, point. You're, you're the same government now. Like, what? It's like, like being get over racist it. against the Irish. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a just, little. Yeah, it's like outdated dated as fuck at that point. Yeah. Yeah, like, what do you... Like, yeah, dude, I, so I was like, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this shit. Because, again, it was like, yeah, but look, everyone's real gritty, and they're real angry. And it's like, yeah, well, they're also living in a fucking utopia, yeah, so like, I, mean, I don't know what their fucking problem is. You look at the difference between Harry Mudd and TOS and Harry Mudd in this. Harry Mudd in this is, like, Hannibal Lecter. Yeah, he's like a lunatic. He's and like, like a fucking gritty ass monster. And in the original, yeah. he's like a happy go lucky swashbuckling rogue. Yeah, and it's Who like, wears, like that is what outfits. <laughs> yeah, that is what a criminal from a utopian future would be like. He's not really got that many worries, and he's yeah. got he's not got that many problems. Even if he's yeah, just... in, even if he's dealing in illegal shit, he's not gonna be fucking like eating people's faces off and shit. Yeah, man. Whatever. We should talk about this uh, show on, like, a different thing. We will. We'll get back to it. I wanted to plug that in the end. Plug yeah. those two dicks in the end. <laughs> just uh, just to get it off my chest a little bit. Dude, I I don't know why we had to have them have two dicks. I don't, I don't know why we had to know. I don't care how many dicks they got. What does yeah, that have like, to do with the plot or the like, world building? Who cares, Do you right? feel like, like the world building is more rounded and real now that you know cl- fucking Klingons have two dongers? Well, I hate the way that these Klingons look. They're, like, so ridiculous. It's true. I'm not a big fan of it either. They look like every alien from the star- the new Star Trek movies. They all look the same. That's not me being racist. That's the They all look like, the same. Uh, they showed the Andorians, and they just look like Andorians. There's no difference. They still have the same Enterprise makeup, pretty much. Oh, they had they showed them in the, I didn't yeah, see in that. the mirror universe, and they showed oh, Tellurites in the mirror universe yeah. too, and they look pretty much the same except they're like bald. They have their well, heads shaved a little bit. Why couldn't they just make the Klingons look like fucking Klingons? I don't know. I don't they had to make know. them scarier, spookier. They're too spooky. They're so they're too scary now. I don't know. Um, so that was Spock's brain. <laughs> 
you know what? If you like our podcast and you'd like to hear more from us, uh, we haven't used our Twitter too much lately, but I'm hoping to start using it a little bit more, get into the habit been, of it. We've been a little busy lately. Yeah. You can um, follow us on Twitter at mclasspodcast. Uh-huh. Or you can shoot us an email at mclassemail at gmail.com. mclassemails. Yeah. No. Wait, what? It is, no, it's mclassemail at gmail.com. Jesus Christ. It's not, not I'm plural. I'm going to see if I can get something that's just mclasspodcast with something else on it. Just change it. Yeah. I mean, this is like, this is too fucking difficult. It's become a pretty funny joke, though. I guess. Yes, it's mclassemail at gmail.com. Send an email to both of those, and we'll get one of them. Maybe I'll get both of them. Maybe I'll just get the other one, so it's right either way. Now we're thinking. Fuck, now we're thinking with portals. Yeah, we're portaling. Um, thanks for listening to our podcast, though. I know it can get a little rambly, but it's fun. Yeah, no, I, I'm i glad that we're here, Jeff. Me too. What would the world be like without us? It'd be a horrible two-dicked mirror universe that no one wants to live in. (laughs) Should have been born a Klingon, man, you know? That's what I think every night when I'm looking at my sad one penis. (laughs) My singular dick, and I just sigh. (laughs) Uh, What would it be like if I had two dicks? (sighs) I'd also get to eat human flesh, apparently. Apparently. Because that's a thing. It's not cannibalism, technically, though. No, it's not. Um, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and plug this as well. If you <laughs> like the thumbnail images of M-Class Podcast, you like uh, the art that's attached to it, then I make that art, your old pal Jeff, and I'm <laughs> open for commissions right now. Damn, do it. He's great. He's uh, super good. You can commission me to make art of uh, almost anything you could even think of ever. Whatever. <laughs> Like, on your streams, I like when people do that. It's fun. Um, I also stream, but I don't know when the fuck I'm going to do that next. But you can uh, find my commission chart at underscore Jeff Pennington. It is my pin tweet. It's not at Jeff Pennington's. <laughs> oh, my God. It's at underscore Jeff Pennington. Because some asshole <laughs> in Illinois... Has at Jeff Pennington. Yo, fuck you, Jeff Pennington from Illinois. Suck my two dicks, Jeff Pennington from Illinois. Piece of shit. I'm coming for you, Jeff Pennington in Illinois. Please nobody send him any messages. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that might not be good. (laughs) Um, Thanks for listening to the podcast, and we'll see you on the next episode of M-Class Podcast. Bye.